Bonjour all and welcome to Feminist Friday, your weekly dose of empowerment and equality. I'm your host, Sarah Liberty, recording live de Paris, and I'm joined by Brad Duntz in the Sydney studio, as well as a kick-ass feminist guest, Lucille, the founder of Antia Co., a feminist fashion brand based in France, and we all know how much I love fashion. Uh, and Tia and Co is a brand defending the rights of women created by Lucille, a woman who in 2019 realized that after watching the ongoing discrimination faced by women and sexist stereotypes faced by women in France and around other parts of the world, she had to act. So she created a brand that will support women, a brand created for women by a woman. We'll be hearing more about Lucille and her label very soon. But first off, we'll be hearing a song by an amazing French rapper I discovered named Zena called Music. I won't attempt to translate it for you, but I can say that Zena describes herself as a new warrior using words and sounds, but above all, emotions. So check out this warrior princess of a song. Thank you. 
Welcome to Feminist Fridays. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I'm so excited to talk to you, not only because of your feminist approach, but also because I'm a big fan of fashion. Brad will know. But um, I've already given a little bit of an introduction to your brand. But I wanted to start by asking you to tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, you know, what did you study? Did you always want to work in design or fashion? And what inspired you to take the path of feminist fashion work? And uh, how long has your brand and business been going? Uh, okay, so first of all, thank you, Sarah, to, to invite me in your podcast. Um, and sorry for my accent, sorry for my vocabulary and everything, okay. Um, it's all good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Pas problem. Okay, merci. <laughs> um, so to answer your question, um, to be really honest, it's a, it's a new world for me. I mean, just a few months ago, I was uh, working in finance. I was a financial. Wow. Yeah. And I gave up everything to, to devote myself to something I really cared about. So, wow. yeah, it's, uh, it's really new for me. But I've always believed in equality between men and women uh, without really putting my actions into practice. So mm -hmm. I just ask, asked myself, uh, what could I do to make a really impact in our society? And that's when I, I said to myself that if all women get together uh, behind a brand, they could send a strong message. That's, uh, so I took the time to think about this project and started the adventure last summer. Wow, congratulations. That is Thank such you. a, it's an <laughs> incredible move from finance to fashion and feminism. But um, yes, yeah, I think, from what I can tell, you have already got an amazing response to your label. So I'm Thanks. really curious. Can you tell us the story about the name of your label, Antia Co? If I've pronounced that properly, the warrior Amazonian women who you refer to on your website. How did you come across them, and what makes them a source of creative inspiration for you? Um, why the Amazonian women? 
Because for me, it, uh, it represents the strong woman who doesn't let herself be dominated by men. Um, they prove that a matriarchal society is possible. They prove they can take care of themselves. Uh, they prove they have the same abilities as men, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'd like, I think I'd like to be an Amazonian woman. I, woman. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, it, it sounds like in, in many ways we both already are. We're just not actually in the Amazon. So you uh, described your style as aiming to symbolize combativeness, courage, and to restore strength, confidence, and determination to all women. This is awesome. How well have your designs been accepted and who are you seeing wearing your clothing? How does that make you feel? Um, actually, I would really like these clothes to be worn by all women who feel free uh, independent or who really want to become so. Um, of course, there is a question of taste in clothing, but you can wear a T-shirt on lots of occasions, uh, even if it's not your usual outfit. Um, of course. And my, my clothing are really made to convey a message, a message without violence, without provocation, but a clear one about the place of women and the importance of women. So yeah. every woman who wears a t-shirt, a sweater, shows that uh, she feel, feels important and that she supports all women. That's really kind of a sisterhood value behind uh, all of this. Yeah, I think it's really cool. And from what, you know, the designs I've seen that you've posted um, on Instagram, there's some really amazing designs that you've created. And Thank like you, you so said, much. Yeah, like they are empowering, but they are cool as well. And they're certainly, you know, uh, I might have to talk to you about buying the whole range. So yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd love to because, yeah, it's, a, it's a, some amazing designs. They're non-threatening, but they still claim equality for women. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't want something provocative, you know. Because self-care is a core element of feminism and feminist thinking and leadership, and you've mentioned that you you want to uh, symbolise courage and combativeness, where do you yourself draw courage, confidence and strength from? So this, this may surprise you, but I don't have much confidence in myself. So... Yes, maybe I had the courage to give up everything, to devote myself to this brand. But And I, I'm learning every day to concentrate on myself and I'm learning little by little to be confident in myself. Well, you should absolutely, you absolutely should. And, and I think that you already have demonstrated that you have a huge amount of courage by, you know, giving, uh, well, transitioning from a, a career in finance to starting this brand so um you know yeah think, I think, think, think every day about yeah you you are already a strong confident woman 
So I don't think so, but thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. So look, I wanted to ask, and I've got a a few points here, but feminism and the fashion industry haven't always been very well aligned. Many fashion labels, for example, still outsource their production to sweatshops where women are underpaid in horrific working conditions. I did a little bit of research before this segment, and according to Know the Chain, an organisation that reports on corporate practices, companies such as Prada that charge $2,000 for a bag potentially made by slave labour are out there whilst curring the conglomerate that owns Gucci, Balenciaga, Puma and more also scores very low when it comes to their efforts to eliminate forced labour. In addition to this, many fashion labels and magazines continue to use underweight models and promote an unhealthy body image in their advertising. Although in France, in 2017, I, I understand that France took the step of legislating a ban on unhealthily thin models and similar things are happening in Italy, Spain and Israel. Thinking about these things, where do you think the fashion industry in France is at the moment when it comes to recognising women's rights, equality and uh, promoting a healthy body image? Uh, yeah, so uh, it's totally true. Uh, I think the fashion industry is still very opaque. Uh, little transparency and communication about production, especially for the big brands. Mm. Uh, I mean, this is the problem of most of industries in the world which want to pull prices down as much as possible for better profitability. Um Whereas today, there, there are certification organizations that can give consumers an idea of what they are buying. Yes. Um, yes. For example, when I chose the clothes I was going to offer, I only looked for clothes made of organic cotton and also certif- certified by strict labels uh, such as GOTS. Organizations make sure that the working conditions of the workers are dignified and respected and that the textile is uh, eco-friendly, like no pesticides and stuff. Yeah. And uh, you were talking about uh, magazines, unhealthy body image. And, um, actually, I think that more and more brands have uh, now understood that they have to stop promoting b- bodies like like this. It's mm. not health, healthy, like you said, and more importantly, it doesn't represent reality at all. Um, no. Yeah, women all over the world are not like those models. And the sad thing is we make all women believe that to feel good uh, about herself, to look good, you have to look like this, and that's just not true. Yeah. So I, th- so I think all men are beautiful, but they just don't realize it. You've made some such such great points, and I think, yes, the advertising industry is slowly coming around, and so is the fashion industry. 
But, yes. you know, many women still, I even, you know, I, I read Vogue, I read Elle because I, I really like fashion. But I know when I, I flick through the pages of those magazines, hardly any of those images are real. Um, yes, that's And, you know, I, we have an awareness about that. Uh, and I just hope that it continues to progress in a positive way because I love fashion and I want things to get, you know, to improve and particularly to improve the lives of the women who yes. uh, who who have been involved in forced labour. It's just completely unacceptable to me when luxury brands do that. Yeah, you're totally right. I also noticed that your brand very generously donates money to partner partner organisations which can support women who need help. Can you tell us more about that? Uh, yes. So uh, first, making, uh, making a feminist brand in support of uh, women to get messages across, that's good, but I wanted to go further in my actions. Um, that's why I suggested a partnership to the French association um, called Dare Feminism, uh, in French, Oser le Féminisme, um, to give them a part of my profits. It's a very active association, including on the political scene. Oh, I must get to know them. Oh, really? And yeah, I haven't met, I haven't heard about them yet, but... okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for the tip. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so helping them means uh, indirectly helping to change mentalities and it means helping women. Yeah. No, I think it's really admirable that you're doing that. So, so um, you know, thank you. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. I try to do something uh, right, I mean. Well, I think you absolutely are. You're certainly on the right path. So you've also very generously agreed to become an ambassador for the UN Women Generation Equality campaign I'm involved in and have also designed an awesome logo for this podcast. So firstly, yeah. thank you. Thank you so much for this. And I'm hoping we get some T-shirts off the ground sometime. <laughs> And secondly, I'd like to know what would you most like to see this year's UN Women campaign achieve when it culminates in a major UN conference in July? Are there any areas or, or you know, focuses of women women's rights that you are more passionate about? So for the logo, it was a great pleasure, no worries. Um, and uh, we are going to have a t-shirt uh, Yay! <laughs> um, uh, about the UN Women campaign uh, you're talking about, I, I would like to see the priority actions concerning uh, girls' education in the world. I sincerely yes. believe that it is through education that things can change. Uh, educating young girls means making them aware that their place is important, um, that they can hold knowledge and that they are equal to men and boys. So it all starts with, with that learning, I think. 
You know, I completely agree with you. One of the one of the key messages that I've been um, sharing with other women involved in the, this conference and campaign is I really believe in the importance of youth outreach and youth engagement because it's the next generation of women who are going to, you know, be taking on board uh, these goals, this the outcome of this campaign and educate education about women's rights or human rights is to me a non-negotiable it must you know must be included more uh so i think you make it you know a really good point and i'll certainly pass that message on for you so i wanted to just ask you now's your opportunity to plug anything you like your website um, your products, your range of um, things on social media. And tell us, is there anything new that you're working on and you want to share? First, uh, you can find all my clothes and accessories on the shop, on the website. So it's www.antia-nco.com. And uh, on this website, I also uh, keep a blog on which I, I talk about feminism and women's rights, but I also interview women from different worlds uh, who have been successful in, in their fields. And um, I'm hoping to inspire women with uh, this kind of um, interviews. I actually, I did read your blog, and that's how I discovered, is it, is it pronounced Zena, the artist, the rap, female rap artist? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so she's she's awesome. She's amazing. And uh, I read a few of your other articles too, and I think it's fantastic. So, um, yeah, I really encourage people to check out your blog. And Thank you. If you ever want to interview me, <laughs> I'm Everybody always up, always up for it. But um, fantastic. That's amazing. Thank you so much for joining our segment this week. It's been a real pleasure. I really Thank admire you. what you what you're doing. Thank you, Thank you so um, much, Sarah. No, no, no. It's my pleasure. And um, we'll say goodbye for now, but you and I are going to keep in touch for sure. Oh, okay, no worries. <laughs> Well, that concludes our Feminist Friday segment for today, where we heard from Lucille, a fabulous feminist fashion designer from France. That was a few Fs. <laughs> and to take us out, I've chosen another song by a French act called Juveniles called Fantasy. I love the lyrics in this song that say, give it a try, you won't deny. You will never be alone and will never be. So whatever it is you're aspiring to do, give it a try because you'll never be alone. And as I hoped you've gained from this segment, there are a whole world of other people out there who will get behind you to achieve your dream, just like Lucille has shown. Au revoir.